Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 215, which is a much more silly number to say in French. This episode's releasing August 5th to our patrons and August 7th for everyone else. This is a show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. That's not me anymore, Steve. I'm no longer one of those person. I quit my job at Red Meat Games after six years of dutiful service, mostly part-time, I guess three years of that full-time, but... I'm I'm taking August off, and then we're going to hit September ground running full-time, me trying to do something with this site. How's that sound? Sounds pretty good. So with that said, please join our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash CanadianGameDevs. Back us for Discord perks, two-day early access to the podcast. Know that your contribution takes time out of my poorly scheduled Monday night to create the podcast and get it up in time for you to hear it probably Tuesday morning when you wake up, uh, Aaron, and, and listen to this. But no, it was at your disposal Monday night. Uh, and that perk, along with discount codes for Canadian gaming events like EGLX, Game Key giveaways every month, Steve. We still do that, right? Uh, it's, it's always available. Every, time, every now and then I post. I haven't done it in a while. But every now and then I say... Here's the list of games just from that we have acquired <laughs> over yeah. various charity bundles and uh, different key, you know, buffets. It's mostly, it's mostly humble bundle. <laughs> this sounds morbid. There needs to be another disaster, so there's another humble bundle, <laughs> so I can just buy it. Oh, don't worry, go. Steve. <laughs> I sure if I was, a, I'll put a bet on at least three more uh, humble uh, <clears throat> bundles this year. Was there not a Ukraine? One? Yeah, there was like two, wasn't there? I mean, there's no, got to be a I, big I, one on right now. Let's see. I, mi- I missed it. Well, no, not what's happening right now. I mean, that war is still going on, but nothing new is happening. That's true. There's no, like, it appears um, themed event right now, just a normal charity. Yeah. Work. They <laughs> yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah, there's no theme this season for charity game buying. It's just normal charity game buying. Um, yeah, there's nothing terrible going on. Because it's always like... Uh, you know, and these are all worthy causes, but it's just mm-hmm. like that's when I usually buy the humble bundles and then just oh wait, store. there was an there was an itchio bundle for the Roe v Wade stuff, but I think we missed. Oh, that. that's I think that's long over. Whoops. <clears throat> there was also um, I mean this is pointless to say now, but there mm. there was one for uh, pri- uh like Pride as well. Oh yeah. Uh no, it looks like this one's. Over. Anyway, all that to say, patreon.com slash Canadian Game Dev. Steve, been a couple weeks since the last episode, so we're going to plow through some uh, upcoming events, some news, wishlist a couple games, uh, and then uh, a couple things in our Discord that we were talking about this week I want to highlight for our listeners, and then maybe go over what we've been playing, call it today. Sounds good. Beautiful. I didn't give my Cuphead impressions for the DLC last time, so I said I would and then didn't, so I'm going to do it this time. I also want to add, I said Homeworld 3 had the backing of Xbox, but that was Gearbox. But you know, there's X's and boxes in the words, so you'll forgive me. I do. Thank you. Um, and yeah, at the top, I want to plug uh, the Lodge slash Interactive Ontario uh, has a Games from Ontario Steam sale coming up that you might have missed the deadline to uh, submit for, but I think they might have extended it. I'm not entirely sure. All that to say, join the 
Interactive Ontario Discord because they're posting cool stuff like that all the time. And also had it brought to my attention through the Discord that there is a Games from BC sale on right now on Steam until this has a date somewhere. I don't actually know on the page when it goes still, but I'll link it in the show notes. And there's a bunch. You know all the Canadian devs in in British Columbia, Steve. They even got Cyberpunk on here since they opened a CDPR in Vancouver. They oh, got that's right. The Forest clay. Squad. Bunch of clay. Uh, there's got to be. There's Darkest Dungeon, Peglin, uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer, Art of Rally, Age of Empires Four, Long Dark. I'm not seeing any clay, although they are there. Super Animal Royale. Hmm. I assume Where's... Clay would be there because they're like one of the biggest indie studios in Vancouver. Yeah. Brace Yourself Games has all of theirs in there. Anyway, check out some games from BC linked at the top of the show notes. Steve, we got two jobs advertised on our site. You could join Bloom Digital Media as an art director. They're looking for anyone remotely. Uh, or you could join them, I believe. Do they still have a studio? I don't know. They don't say necessarily. Full time, in... Fully remote position. There we go. Um, yeah, but they are a Toronto-based studio when they weren't fully remote. Uh, freelance art director to lead a visual creative for a new co-production. Ooh. Ideal Ooh. candidate has a brown range of abilities and a painterly style, uh, on high execution 2D assets. <coughs> later, do, later daters. Later, er, daters. <laughs> <laughs> later divorcers? No, mm. Ooh. no. Well, because they're <laughs> no. all widowers mostly in the game. That's true. Yeah, or failed love in past life, or past. I guess it's the same life. All that to say, <laughs> Bloom Digital wants you to to make art for them and pay you to do so. Crimson Herring Studio is also looking for a game programmer in Unity and a three D environment artist. They're working on Sovereign Syndicate, looking to hire part time and remote three D environment artist as well as. Uh, yeah, a game programmer for Unity remote as didn't well. Didn't you uh didn't you meet them too at the your little show? Oh, I messed up. That was A Game Studios I messed I, I met Adam. Oh, you Pocky even messed Gamer. that up too. Yeah, I, I did met so I guess I'd done them for that too. They were also very nice, but they're not currently paying us to talk about jobs, but mm. uh, all the best to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh and Steve, a bunch of events coming up that I think are gonna be handy for people. Jason from XP Game Summit has asked us to plug uh, this Wednesday, August 3rd, from 12 to 2 Eastern, there's a How to Fund Your Game Atlantic webinar detailing how to fund uh, your gaming studio led by industry experts in your region. And then on Thursday, August 4th, from 3 to 5 Eastern, there's one for the Prairie specifically. So if you want to learn about funds for your games in Atlantic Canada, Wednesday, August 3rd, 12 to 2 Eastern, Prairies, 3 to 5 Eastern on Thursday, August 4th. And I think, Steve, you'll see us do a lot more cross-promotion with XP in the future. Wink, wink, Ooh. nudge, nudge. Um, also plugged in our Discord, which, again, if you ever want us to get your event, game, news, opinion sometimes, in front of other people, all you have to do is join our Discord and talk to us. We, we love chatting in there. And don't be a bot, though. Don't, don't be, a bot. be a bot. Please don't be a bot. Quiver Games Checkpoint is happening Saturday, August 20th at 7 p.m. Pacific. Quote, join us for a wonderful night of sped up game industry networking, light food and games at the first ever Quiver Games Connect Checkpoint. Anyway, this was plugged in the Discord and, and uh, 
It's going to be at the Home Key Esports Bar at 560 Seymour Street in Vancouver. Check that out. Staying in Vancouver, they're having another video game dev meetup. These appear to be growing in uh, attendance based on my cursory glances at their Twitter. So if you want to join a growing group of Vancouver game devs, Thursday, August 25th, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, connect with hundreds of other game devs who share the same burning passion for game development and design. Oof. If it's burns, you should get that checked out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and again, this fall, Game Slice and Superfest by uh, Joy Drop and Hand Eye Society respectively are happening in October, both at the first half. Um, see my bizarro doppelganger, Eric Beer, and patron uh, do some cool stuff with different game developers around the region. And Steve, maybe we will return and play some Canadian games, give our impressions. That'd maybe. be cool. That would. We should do Extra Life this year. That was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. Wait, yeah. oh, that's and that's soon, isn't it? November, always... huh? <sighs> okay. Yeah, we should we should look into that and stay tuned for that too. All that to say, shuffle some paperwork on that. That was a nice, efficient, uh, like eight minutes, nine minute little section there, Steve. That was just for you. I know. Ah, oh, I appreciate that. Approaching your bedtime. News, Steve. Let's do it. <laughs> Another key figure at BioWare has departed the studio. The creative director has quit as of a couple weeks ago. Um, director Charles Boyd, uh, 10-year... Ooh, wait, sorry. The 10-year-old MMO's creative director, Charles Boyd, a veteran of the company, announced his departure. Uh, BioWare boss Gary McKay, who's a very recent Bioware boss, given all the other departures, said, quote, it's always sad to see someone you appreciate go, but I wish Charles the best. Steve, this is never a great sign, and, you know, it's been, you know, writing on the wall at Bioware that something's not quite right with mm -hmm. all of the the Mark Dara left, and then the Charles, or Casey Hudson left, and one of the other Dragon Age guys left, and now the KOTOR guys leave. Sorry. Yeah. Old Republic's KOTOR, right? I get all the acronyms wrong. It's, I think it's just called Star Wars: The Old Republic, whereas the uh, the single player game was called Knights of the Old Republic. See, no, yeah, this one's Swator in the abbreviation because I see the uh, acronyms more than I actually see it written out. So yeah. thank you for the translation for decade old games. Um, he had been at the company for sixteen years. That's not nothing. Ooh. There's a lot Gosh. of um, people with institutional knowledge about how games work leaving the company that makes games, which is never a great sign. It's not great, no. Hmm. Did you um, play Swator? Ah, oh man, I, I didn't even know this game was still going on. I did <laughs> back in the day, like, uh, like I don't know, I want to say like 2010-ish, 2011, mm. like when it was fairly new. Because I think it went free to play like pretty early on. Huh. Um, 
<clears throat> and if I recall, its big claim to fame was that it had like a lot of voice acting and a lot of uh, like cinematics and stuff like that. So I, I dabbled in it, but I didn't play too much. Hmm. And really, I'm just surprised that the game's still kind of going on with EA being like Mr. Just kill games. <laughs> like, Steve, so, Steve, I'm would you? I'm surprised this game is still going. I'm surprised Disney is letting it go. They killed <laughs> so many other like games with. Uh, they killed the Marvel Diablo looking game. Yep. Uh, Omega, whatever. Like, yep. I was just like, yo, Disney? Does Disney even know this game is still. <laughs> still going that's on, the like, joke that steve would you believe star wars the older public's next update update 7.1 is launching august 2nd uh it will add daily mission arcs to the planet manon a new eight player operation and quote key revelations about darth malgus and the sith lord whose relics he has been pursuing so i guess there's active story developments going on in swator 10 years after it launched which in games it's pretty unheard of like what game is still getting updates 10 years later it's got to be like maybe one or two hands you could count the amount of games yeah like it would be it's it's mmos it's it's every (laughs) blizzard game and then a couple others right yeah so and it's been more than 10 years hasn't it like let's take a gander it says i feel like i played this like like a long like longer than that well, Eurogamer says 10-year-old, but let me get the exact date. It launched it, in 2011. Okay, yeah. So De- December of 2011, so yeah. I got almost 11. 11 years. Yeah. Coming up on it. That's crazy. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it has eight expansions. Or Not good for Bioware, who, to quote further from Eurogamer, Dragon Age Senior Creative Director Matt Goldman left in November 2021. Uh, after, uh, the role after fellow Bioware, Michael or veteran, Mike Laidlaw left a few months earlier, Bioware boss, Casey Hudson and Dragon Age veteran, Mike, Mark, Mike Dara, both left the company at the end of 2022 or sorry, end of 2020. Um, so that's four major high profile departures within two years. And this makes a fifth. So it's a lot of people leaving Bioware, which again, doesn't mean Dragon Age 4 and Mass Effect 5, if we don't count... I, I count Andromeda, as we all should. Uh, doesn't mean they're in, they're in you know, jeopardy. But the only thing the studio's put out since Andromeda is Anthem? Yeah. Well, and, uh, and the Legacy Collection. And the Legacy yeah. Collection, right. Your favorite. My favorite. Although Dragon Age 4 and Mass Effect 5's QA team will have union representation. So I hope I hope you're prepared for Mass Effect to not be called Mass Effect 5. No, it's going to be <laughs> they they'll probably do they might do just Mass Effect 4 cuz Andromeda was a prequel or they might just do something else like Dragon Age Dreadwolf isn't numbered. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just Speaking of, <laughs> no one, no one will refer to it as Mass Effect Four. I just want you to. Uh, right. It'll be Mass Effect Five, and Batman Arkham Knight <clears throat> is actually the fourth Arkham game. And uh, no matter what Warner Brothers says in any official collection, uh, Arkham Origins is uh, canon. I Steve, do want to play it. Speaking of naming your next game. This was kind of a huge out of nowhere drop from Tenocon oh, yeah. 2022. I haven't watched this yet. 
TennoCon, of course, the annual in-person convention celebrating the London, Ontario Digital Extreme's famous MMO Warframe. They announced at TennoCon a new game that isn't Warframe, Steam, Steve, and it's called Soul Frame, which I think is a great name. <laughs> it's just yeah, it just works. I I love it. I've been seeing some people dunk on it because uh, to throw soul into a game that's a Souls like is pretty cliche at this point. Yeah. Um, but if that's what it is, like you're taking the third person action you've developed with Warframe and sort of fitting it into a Souls like RPG mold with an MMO uh, layer, it gets that idea across in the name i think what do you think um yeah like actually we're and we were just talking about what games are still getting updates 10 years later and warframe's one of those games no kidding um i, I haven't watched the trailer yet i'm just okay, I'm, gonna, it I'm gonna i'm gonna pitch it to you then after i crack it's, this monster it starts I'm with the fire pit so this is obviously just a souls game <laughs> steve here you go quote Digital extremes have been playing too much souls, uh, said, who's this guy? Oh man, I need his name. Steve Sinclair, uh, game director on soul frame. Uh, Sinclair says the inspiration for the world itself comes from, uh, titles like princess Mononoke and the never ending story. Uh, it's a game world that's quote, a little angry about what's being done to it end quote, meaning quote, the game, the grounds underneath tend to shift throughout the day end quote, leading to procedurally generated areas set in places like caves. This is interesting to me, Steve, because one thing that got drilled home when I was in game dev school is I love hearing developers answer why something is happening in their game world. And a lot of times you can't come up with a satisfactory answer. It just has to work that way for the game to be fun. And that's what often trumps everything else. But if you're creating an MMO where you want people in the same areas playing over and over again, grinding, uh, how do you make that make sense in the logic of the game world? And what if the world itself was moving and like trying to discourage you from exploring it and like actively push you off of it because of the effects? I don't know. It sounds like some sort of climate change analogy here. But what mm. if the actual planet was a character that was trying to buck you off it like a Bronco? And that's why the, the levels are changing and constantly um, evolving and spitting out new enemies to try and push you away. I, I, if that works and makes sense in the logic of the story and works for the people who love to do that grindy stuff, I think they got a winner here. What do you think? Yeah, no, I like that. That's cool. I, I War, so Warframe is like a very fast-paced like shooter, and yes. just watching this trailer, it, it's like it looks the characters fucking out of crawl. I know it's just cinematic, but it, it's very slow, mm. and um, and it's obviously just swords, and it looks like he has a magic thingy or something. So it's like quite a departure. And then, I don't know much about the story of Warframe, but it is just sort of like it's space, you know? Like, space mm -hmm. games don't really need a story. It's just like there's a lot of space, so there's just a lot you can do. Um, so this although, like although the, the story is quite... For the, the, the Warframe heads in my life, like uh, James, the uh, Keywords Union guy, really liked one of the threads of the one season because it was kind of labor-related, and he actually asked us to plug the, the... We used the song at the end of that interview that came from... It was like a 
protest song almost. So there seems to be oh, stuff really? <laughs> in in the story of Warframe that's connecting with people. And to the point of the combat, Sinclair told the Washington Post, "Quote: Where Warframe is focused on shooting, this one's focused on melee. Where Warframe is super fast and crazy high speed, this one's going to be a lot more slow and heavy. It'll still has a, it still has a lot of similarities to the genre that we have experience in." So it definitely seems to slow down, go for a Souls-like... It, it's going to be yeah. a Souls-like MMO, right? Yeah. Cool. Oh, man. I'm down. Me this game too. is very early in development, in case you couldn't tell by the state of the trailer. <laughs> Though the team are hoping to get... What a burn. <laughs> the team are hoping to get some fans and playing through uh, Within a year. Um, so within... Uh, July 2023, someone outside of Digital Extremes might have played Soul Frame. <laughs> Could so. be you. Could be me. Could be us. So that's exciting. So, yeah. Big cool. big play over at Digital Extreme. And then what does Tenocom become? Because if it was primarily for Warframe, and now yeah, you're spinning you, up another MMO. Yeah, exactly. Because you are Tenno. Tenno mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, that's the name like, of your character in stuff Warframe. Stuff or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know. They probably just rename it to like, probably digital D- extreme D- con, D- so. con decon. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Steve, they're I don't teasing know if you can name it decon though, by the way. Oh, true. Maybe not. Uh, you guys can workshop that. Get back to us. Yeah. Moving over to Montreal slash Toronto, where Behavior Interactive is teasing more Resident Evil stuff for Dead by Daylight. Steve, how do you feel about uh, Leon? coming to risen okay okay the actual title for this expansion (laughs) you you know why this is funny dead by daylight colon resident evil colon all caps project w it sucks that that name sucks yeah um coming august 3rd to a stream that they'll be teasing he is your boy leon's my boy um Mm -hmm. but you know he's in my two favorite ones um but I'm not a I'm not big on <clears throat> this isn't a knock on Dead by Daylight, it's a knock mm-hmm. on that genre of like you don't have anything and just fucking whatever Freddy Krueger or whoever chases you mm-hmm. and you just hide like an idiot. Uh, I'm just, I'm not feeling that game play. Like I've never I've played a few of them, including Dead by Daylight, and just haven't felt it. So mm. you know, I'm excited Resident Evil gets out there more, but doesn't really doesn't move the needle for me. They're hitting the edge of because we've commented on the past that yeah like well, they're running out of stuff so now they're doubled is there is this the first double dip I don't think so I believe they've done oh, I don't want to get it wrong but I think they've they've gone back to the well of a couple horror franchises but yeah there are a limited amount of like high profile horror IP you can shoehorn into this game the that, um that that's that, why they're trying to spin up their own IP that um that the that those movies. The, the guy has a new one. He was a comedy guy, but now he's making horror ones. You know, oh, Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is there monsters in his movies or no? Oh, man. It would be so hard to do because it would just be like different, you know, people. You could do it. It would be hard because there's no supernatural element. Like the ring girl goes out of the TV and uh, cube head guy, pyramid head guy drags the big sword. Like nothing in the Jordan Peele horror movies is like, I don't know supernatural it would just be like the creepy eyed girl with the scissors and us could stab you or there's stuff in nope that wouldn't work either because of the scale of the villain if that makes sense like it it would be hard but i i I hope they try just because i'm curious yeah i'm just saying like they're probably out there right now just being like can someone out there make some more horror movies please because we're 
running out of shit. And then, you know, people just remake a Halloween movie and they're like, fuck no. <laughs> oh my God. The, the people, new. the people groaning. I was one of the people uh, groaning for Halloween. This is like the sixth one or something. It's called Halloween ends. Yeah. And there's a scene in the trailer where she has a gun pointed at him. And she's like, Michael, don't move. And I'm like, you know what he's going to do. We've This is the sixth time we've done this specifically chasing you around. Shoot him. It's the same thing with Batman Steve. Where I was like, you have a gun trained on this man like a meter away. You you keep pulling the trigger until it clicks. You know what I mean? Oh, I hear you. Yeah. <sighs> Batman needs to kill people, by the way. But, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, cool. I guess I'll, I'll I'll pay attention to what they announce, but there's you know there's not really a big chance that I play it. So we didn't have a, a lot of luck playing crossplay. No, that's the thing. It did not make a good first impression on me at all. And it's fucking now. It's sitting at like two percent on my trophy thing, which I that's annoying. For you, we'll get you the Resident Evil ones and then see if it's still working. Still not working. Mm. No. Okay, speaking of games taking up space on Steve's hard drive, still question mark? Also in Montreal, Tribes of Midgard, season three. It's coming August 16th. Um, this one is very fire looking. It's called yeah, what Inferno Saga. <clears throat> what they're apparently doing for this one is there's going to be a new mode. So, because mm. it was kind of roguelike. Mm-hmm. And so you, you basically just start off with Dick and then just build your way and stuff. And now, and so what would happen is every night you, um, your village would get attacked. And then like, I think every like five or 10 nights or something is when the, the giants, I forget what they're called. The, like the gods or whatever. Yeah. Would Big come and, just, and that would be a bigger thing. What they're now apparently going to do is get rid of that stuff. So it's just going to be, it won't have the nightly stuff and mm. you just kind of explore and build. And I'm actually kind of hyped for that. So, Okay. It's not on my hard drive. I am going to re-download it, though. Okay. August 16th. Also part of this is that it's coming to Xbox and Switch. True. So from their their roadmap here, uh, Survival Mode 2.0 is being completely rebuilt for those looking for a more relaxed Viking survival experience. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm feeling. Okay. No more giant or health thing attacks. No central village. Crafting 2, etc. Yeah, Yeah, that's... I'm feeling that, so... All right, I got it's it cool too, so I'll they, download, and we'll when we they, play together. Yeah, when they announced this too, it was only they only announced seasons one and two um, mm-hmm. for it, and so this is so it's also a good sign that they're kind of continuing with it. I mean, it was published by Gearbox and all that stuff. And right, they probably games, had a so year of content planned out already. Yeah, but it seems like they hit whatever kind of milestones they need to hit in terms of sales and money and stuff like that to keep good. going. Good. Yeah, so I don't know if they've announced more after season three. Not to be like, oh, thanks for this. We're season four, but mm-hmm. uh, it seems like the game is living up pretty nicely. If they're now pouring to stuff, I wonder if it's crossplay too. It's gotta be. I would hope so. It's a game that where it's like there's no reason for it not to be right. First person shooters is always like oh, I don't want to play with PC people, but there's no. Yeah, this, this just one's co-op. just yeah. It's also <laughs> been one year since the game launched. Happy one year, July twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. It launched. Oh. There you go. Happy one year, guys. Happy one year, guys. Congrats. All right, Steve. Last bit of news today. Huge update for um, Grindstone from Toronto-based Cappy Games. going to pull me back in. They're adding 60 new levels, so now I've got more to play. Uh, They've got new what they call infection clearing objectives. I wonder if that's a type of mode I haven't played yet. Uh, Two new enemies, four new blueprints. 
uh, new optional level goals, new map progression, yada yada, lots of bullet points. This looks like one of the more extensive updates they've done. Anyone that has a bunch of new levels, because people, you can roll credits on Grindstone. I've done it, and that feels really good, but they, of course, want to give me more, because they're nothing but the best game developers in Canada. No, uh, I'm very excited for this. Steve, will you re-download Grindstone as well as Tribes of Midgard? How, how do I want to play this? It's on Switch. It's still on the Switch. Okay. I'm farther on my phone. I hmm. don't want to fucking do Apple, whatever it's called. Apple Arcade's kind of, yeah. I didn't resub after my trial ended and I did yeah. Grindstone. I'm going um, to play Steam it on Deck? Switch. Sorry? Okay. Is it on Steam Deck? Or I think it's still only on Epic. Uh, no, they got the little Steam logo and the little oh, you're dark right. side thing here. Huh. So let's uh, let's take a quick look. Um, it doesn't say snow on the browser Steam page anyway. There's no Steam Deck section. There's a demo so they, though, so you can download and check it out. That's true. Yeah. All right, we'll get Steve uh, playing Tribes and Grindstone maybe. I'm wondering. I'm wondering to re-download Grindstone. Uh, not Grindstone. I'm wondering to re-download Tribes right now, actually, so you can play the sound. Oh, I'll play the sound. Don't nice. you worry. All right, Steve. Let's move on to uh, what's been coming out and updating in the Canadian game space. Because I got a couple here for you. Uh, firstly, Bunny Hug. Wait, did I get that right? Yes, Bunny Hug Games in Quebec have released a huge update to Moonglow Bay, which you'll remember as that voxel-based fishing life sim based on like 1980s Nova, rural Nova Scotia fishing town. Uh, it's got a bunch of new languages uh, as well as, let me go through these here, a bunch of localization fixes, co-op fixes, um, uh a lot of bug fixes that seem pretty substantial, but a lot of new quality of life things um, that seem to make uh, people have wanted. It's currently 50% off on Steam as a as part of trying to get people hyped for this big update. So if you'd been on the fence, hype, 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 hype. you could check that out. Uh, but it is also on Xbox and the Epic Games Store. And I think, is it coming to Switch too? Not yet. Not yet. But those uh, other ones. You. Uh, you uh hard space shipbreaker also coming to the epic game store so if that if that was what was holding you back the being on game pass and steam and selling half a million units none of that was impressive enough you were like i need to play this on the same launcher i play Fortnite on good news <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least steve cheese runner from uh, kai hutchins one of our patrons and huge supporter of the site and active member of our discord has released on steam they're based in saskatchewan quote Trade illicit, illicit cheese in a dystopian cyberpunk city filled with police killbots trying to hunt you down in this ASCII art tech space early 80s retro trading game. Like a fine blue cheese, this isn't for everyone, which is an incredible pitch for a game. Uh, and I just want to say, Kai, as a, as a person in our community, rocks. So you should check out this game. And I'm going to check out this game, Steve. Has the, nine user reviews. You need the one trailer. More, right? uh, I think you need to get to f oh maybe ten or fifteen. But I will say that the first trailer just opens with like a slideshow of different nice pictures of cheese, and I'm not <laughs> listening with sound. But I almost don't need sound because this is great. Uh, but the game looks gorgeous. It has that 
what is this? They're going for 80s PC gaming, right? Were yeah. you even playing PC games in the 80s, Steve? Um, I had games like this that I definitely... We were always behind on the PC front, which is why mm. I didn't grow up PC gamer because I'm not a giant nerd. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> So we had these games, but I didn't. I definitely didn't play them like when they were brand new or whatever. Mm. But I had a few of these. Okay. I don't know what to call it either, but I know but I know what you're You know what I mean. So yeah. check that out. Alright, Steve. Shall we move into some wish list this? Ooh, can't wait. Cheese. Cheese never changes. The Romans fashioned ricotta into the first cheesecakes. The Mongols dried a rule as provisions for war. The Swiss used Gruyere to invent the fondue. But cheese never changes. Steve, first up, Spheriums by Brain Tonic Game Studios. Oh, and I guess if you don't know, somehow, Wishlist This is a segment where we wishlist upcoming Canadian-made games to put on our wishlists and help out some devs get discovered in the the turbulent seas of the steam algorithm and the first game we're gonna do is spheriums it's leaving early access this autumn quote as arcos in a single player journey to rescue your civilization you will discover forgotten weapons to defeat the trainers during your adventure you will need to upgrade your equipment gather resources solve puzzles and travel to enchanting worlds filled with unique creatures we got some nice, sexy gifts in the Steam page, showing off what looks like kind of like not low poly, but definitely uh, no, not low poly, but a less detailed world with a lot of nice, nice colors. I'm seeing some nice violets and oh, blues yeah, and this. shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A small cool two-person indie studio they put on their steam page which gives you a sense of what they're working with here what do you think steve there's already yeah oh it's on it's on early access early Sorry, access yes oh okay when are they what's the what's the deal with early access? they're hoping for autumn 2022 which technically starts september 21st so <laughs> but uh uh <laughs> we intend to release a full version by autumn 2022 is all they say we don't want to rush I the see. release take the time to deliver something based on the feedback we'd received so yeah. I like this. Looks, this looks really cool. I remember now talking about this game, and I uh, I dig all the colors. I dig all the <clears throat> the different worlds and stuff. That looks pretty cool to explore. Excellent. All these things. Yeah, this looks pretty dope. Did we already talk about this? We haven't done Spheriums yet. We did. No, we have because it's on my wish list, oh, and I'm it following on? it. God damn it! Did I mess it up? We, uh, we did it. We, we, we did might have already double dipped this one. Shoot! All right, scratch that wish list. That one, of course, I'll throw it in anyway. But I got three other ones for you, Steve. This one, I think I realized I was trying to swap this one out for Garden Guardian. Eh? Eh? It's a good little alliteration. Uh, This comes from Montreal-based Liam Allen Miller, who reached out to us on Discord and asked if we could wishlist their game as it's launching soon. So, of course, Liam. That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. Steve, take control of Master Gardener Snippy Shrubs and keep your garden safe at all costs. A new take on the classic LCD games. What's LCD, Steve? I don't know that one. Is that also old? Maybe. Uh, A new take on classic LCD games, rethought through modern lens, complete objectives through 18 trial levels, or hop into four endless levels to show what you can garden 
with the best of them. What is LCD games? What is oh, that it's for? is that the <coughs> the little Tiger Electronic things? Oh, I guess. Oh, is yeah. that what this is? <gasps> oh, are they going for yeah. a? Are they going for a certain type of? This looks like the kind of toys that would pack into McDonald's Happy Meals. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're okay. So here you go. Mm-hmm. Your child. So let's I remember am. that. Yes. So they're used before the, even before the Game Boy, but there was these just like handhelds, and it was just one screen. And it's like you know um, what was the game and watch and stuff like it's yes. Just, you, and so you, there's not even animation. You're literally just moving the character to these different placements. Mm-hmm. So there might be like four different places the person can be. Mm-hmm. So if you watch the the trailer, um, she's not like it's not like a smooth animation. It's almost oh she's like, jumping. Yeah, she's jumping from one thing to another. And so it was really just like arcadey type of of things like that, where it was just one screen. Very simple button prompts, and you just kind of like move and and you know try to get the high score type of thing. Okay, they're dope. So, I had a couple. I had a Sonic one. It was awesome. Sort of feels like some some tower defense ness to it a little bit. I'm, I I feel a little bit of um of a uh, Plants vs Zombies with this too. Mm, I also get that. So they're pitching this. Uh, oh, sorry. This game's launching August 2022. I think August 10th. That's what That's they sick. say. Oh, that's, that's not today, but August is today. August is today. It is now August. That's stupid, but all that to say. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, every sale of Garden Guardian will fund planting of a tree through the Plant for the Planet organization. Nice. Uh, although this is going to be a small game, we hope that over time we can help to plant thousands of trees through this initiative. There you go. So buy a copy of this game and plant a tree, which is good because trees take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and put oxygen back into the atmosphere that's what they tell me mm-hmm. that was funny there was one time elon must be like i will pay uh like one billion dollars for anyone who can invent a machine that can or can invent something that can capture co2 and then convert it into o2 and then all the replies just this is a tree elon this is a tree <laughs> plant trees elon <laughs> oh man anyway is garden guardian from montreal based liam allen miller on your steam wish list Yes, it is. Excellent. Did a little ling. Look up I some LCD it. games. There, uh, there was, there was some dope ones. I believe you. I had one that was like a Texas Hold'em or something boring. But I assume if I had mm. like bowling or a Sonic the Hedgehog one, I would enjoy it much more. Yeah, I had a Sonic one that was like you had to like collect coins and just avoid monsters and stuff like that. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> Simple things sure that used sweet. to amuse us, Steve, like when the, the cat plays more with the box, when you just give someone one crap, broken plastic game and they play it for 2,000 hours. I um, I was shopping for Second Genesis games the other day. Um, mm-hmm. I think for my birthday, we're going to go to a store in Barrie that I've been eyeing. <clears throat> and um, they have Mighty Max, which is like the Second Genesis game that I begged my mom for. But she, but it was a hundred dollars in like absurd 19, in 1992, and she was like, "I'm not spending a hundred dollars on a game. Are you out of no. your goddamn mind?" <laughs> and I, and my my excuse was like, "It's a hundred dollars because it's a super game. That's why it's so good." <laughs> Didn't work. Yo, did you ever <laughs> recite the the ad copy to your mom from like TV ads? I did that once, and then <laughs> really? I felt ashamed because you know they, no. they they replay those ads so much. Like I was trying to convince my mom to get like a CD or something. And I just said the ad copy from the ad because I'd heard it so many times. 
That's funny. No, Tell your parents remember... to buy you Bone Storm or go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like um, when Sonic Three was was coming out. It was like label is the cool, like it was super cool because he like snowboards and he's super fast and Mario's mm-hmm. a fat plumber and shit. And I remember like basically being like, "But he's so cool, mom! Look how cool he is! He <laughs> snowboards! It's so cool!" The hedgehog is a hat on. That one worked. I, I managed to get that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she has she has a new hat. <laughs> All right, Steve. Next game today on wish list this comes to us from Mister Noodler, uh, who I've had a lovely chat with. They're based in Calgary, Alberta, but they said a foreigner or they said a foreigner living in Canada in their Twitter bio. So I asked them about that. Um, they say they refer to themselves as a foreigner because uh, they have a Japanese spouse and they've been studying Japanese. So they consider themselves a foreigner to Japanese, but not a foreigner to Canada. So I'm counting you. this. Uh, their game, which they've been plugging in our Discord, Evil Bird Simulator. It's a great name. Uh, a bit redundant. You could just say Bird Simulator, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, coming next year, wishlist on Steam, quote, Evil Bird Simulator is a weird pixel art game where you control an evil bird that craps on people and cars. Boom. Brilliant. I know exactly what's going on. That's how you pitch a game. Some of the people will try to attack you and you will go to hell if you get a game over. Oh, God. I didn't actually read that part. You will have to play your way through hell to get back to the normal game. There's a loser's bracket for the evil birds. (laughs) Do you have what it takes? Wow, this uh, Steam description took me on a journey and I wasn't prepared, but I'm very happy I went on it. Uh, it's like a side-scrolling. These remind me of like Nitrome action, like no flash games, like the mid two thousands to like something I would play in my browser where I just use the numpad and like two letters to like jump and poop. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Coming soon. No gifts in the Steam page description, but that's okay. What do you think, Evil Bird Simulator, Steve? Yeah, it reminds me of like the flash games and stuff that I played back in the day. And um, I want to see the trailer. Doesn't have any of this of the shots from Hell. I yeah, I can't that, see Hell either. Hell must be um, in, in progress. Yeah, that's true. But cool premise, cool looking game. Birds are evil. I there was a crow that like when my hair got long, long enough that it blew up when the the wind caught it. That the crow would dive bomb me on my way to work and like grab my hair and I could feel it pull it up a bit. It was kind of scary. I got pooped on one time when I was. Like downtown Toronto and the hottest day ever, and it was during it was like in September, so so you know it wasn't like hot in the morning. So I was like wearing a sweater and I was walking to meet Heather, and I was just sweating balls because I was wearing a sweater or whatever, mm-hmm. and got pooped on. And I love that. This is when she worked at Sports Check, and I texted her just being like, just "Buy me something <laughs> <laughs> to wear." She's like, "What? Why?" <laughs> Tori's been pooped on, I think, twice by birds while we've been dating. One was, one almost got into her mouth. That was a close call. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would, that would just. <laughs> I would, All that to oh, say, I would evil. drop like so much money <laughs> to on make myself wash. feel better. Well, and just like, okay, I'm buying the fucking the PlayStation that I wanted and all this. <laughs> I would just drop a thousand dollars on to make myself feel better. Uh, that that you also have the vest. How is your day response? Which is a bird shit in my mouth. <laughs> you yeah. just can't top. So all that to say is Evil Bird Simulator by Calgary based. Oops, Mister Noodler on your Steam wish list. Yes, it is. Excellent. All right, last game today to add to our wish lists 
is Vintage Records from Hell by Doubleton Game Studios in Montreal. Releasing in a few months, but they've been actively posting in our Discord, getting feedback. That's uh, all I gotta do. That's all I gotta do. These are the same devs who did Breacher Story and that Doomsday Clock <clears throat> game. They make a lot of these like 2D story-based games, but they're ex- always experimenting with genres, which I find really interesting. Quote, Ever dream of running your own heavy metal record store? How about having the most amazing vintage vinyl collection? If so, dear metalhead, then this game was made for you. Oh, I got the Steam uh, link wrong on this. Hold on, Steve. Sorry I was going to say, yeah, it was like, Whoops. this is not what That's I was... their old one. Yeah. That's Doomsday Room, which is still good. But Vintage Records from Hell, uh, in early access for a couple more months. Six bucks on Steam. No gifts in the Steam destruction. Oh, there are. We got one. Just one, but that's okay. These character portraits are nice, too. They've done some pretty simple ones in the past, but these seem much more detailed. Uh, Story. What if your heavy metal shop was the forsaken gateway into hell? That would be uh, a plus, I'd imagine. I would think so. Getting people in. Uh, What if the record company selling you bulk albums at a great price had an ulterior motive? Rule 4080, Steve. Record company people are shady... Uh, perhaps you are on your way to save the world from an impending apocalypse. Sounds like there's more dire stakes for this record store than meet the eye, Steve. But it appears to be, yeah, 2D character conversations, visual novel style. I thought there was going to be more bullet points for you to comment on every single time. Wow, Steve, it's getting close (laughs) to your bedtime, huh? It is, I'm cranky. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, this looks sick, and I love the art a lot, because, like, Art's hard, Steve, and it's very obviously when you're on a small team, like, which things you're better at personally, you know what I mean? Like, everyone just has their strengths, and I will say, the character portrait and and some of the the logo design, and even the shop, like, the 3D layout is kind of cool, and I definitely would say, of the (laughs) Doubleton Game Studios titles, of which I have perused and played mostly all of them, uh, I'm, I'm noticing them get better at making games, which is cool. I like the... there's part of one of the in the trailers use the dark arts to influence your flock and open the gates of hell yes yes yeah is vintage records from hell by montreal-based doubleton game studio on your steam wish list yes it is excellent and once again folks all you have to do is dm us jump in our discord put the game in front of me and i'll wish list it I'll make Steve wishlist it, and I'll encourage all our beloved listeners to wishlist this as well. Links in the show notes. Shall we discuss some uh, some things on our Discord that I think are worth bringing to the listeners, Steve? I uh, do, because I kind of forgot. This was shared by Cronius in our community, but Steam has new rules for what you can put in your game's art, like the, like, not like the upright box art, but you know the rectangular thumbnail for games on Steam uh, and how people tend to update those as uh, they win awards and enter various bundles and sales. That's now illegal. You can't put that 10 out of 10 IGN on the 
logo. You can't put part of the Steam Next Fest. You can't put a Laurel with Video Game Award winner. Uh, all of that. Are you is allowed now to illegal. have the? Um, are you allowed to have that like uh, the the Crab Award or whatever that one studio made? So it can't be. It can be on the side of the steam page you know where that column is where you can put awards oh yeah but it, yeah, it okay. can't be in the yeah it can't be in the art uh, the like key art of the game so they say quote no review scores no award names no discount marketing copy example on sale now 90 percent off no mm. text or imagery promoting a different prog project this includes sequels or other titles in the same franchise and no other miscellaneous test text other than the title so this is pretty, um, like, this is going to affect a lot of games on Steam. And again, as Dragon Slumber pointed out in our Discord, will this mainly just apply to everyone who doesn't sell over a million copies of their games? Probably, because Steam just has sort of multi-tiers for developers at this point. Um, but it's interesting, why do you think they're doing this, Steve? Because I don't really have a, a great idea. I don't have an idea either. I can understand the promoting sequels and other games and stuff like that because i i fucking hate like when you log into like battlefield mm. um four or five or whatever and then they just advertise the next ones and you know that playstation like the that the cards that we get like the notifications yes. when there's news <clears throat> so if you follow like what sometimes i've noticed like if you follow like one game in a series it'll just blast you for a bunch of stuff like if things are on sale and stuff like that so i get mm. that part of it but you don't get these aren't notifications, are they? They're just is it just trying to like scum so they around say, the like SEO, can, the whatever the SEO is called on Steam? Yeah, I mean they say our goal, quote, is to make it as clear and straightforward as possible for customers to find games to buy and play on Steam. Recently, we've noticed more text logos and even review scores being included in their graphical assets. This made us realize our guidelines haven't been as clear as they should be. Um we understand developers want to communicate with their players about the quality of their games, and Steam already has spaces on the store page to present this information. Press review quotes, press review scores, and special awards each have a dedicated space on store pages. That's true, but you're trying to get people to that store page, and having 10 out of 10 IGN on the game art will help with that. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's a very inside baseball thing to even talk about at all, but... Nonetheless, people in our Discord were talking about it. Any, it did any bring thoughts up the, on that? Yeah. Well, it did bring up the Arkham City box art, which I didn't know. Or it's I had so forgotten ugly. about. We, yeah, we were mentioning, like, er, and then he shared that, like, because you know how every game now, like Elden Ring Hades, does, like, the massive wall of laurels with every Game of the Year award they've won. Yeah. And they do those posts. <laughs> and then Arkham City, when they did the Game of the Year edition physically, had the ugliest box art please listener google batman arkham city game of the year edition there's just 10 out of 10 in like 80 point font on the top and then just a bunch of pull quotes and then the batman logo sort of blown up in the background faded and then the batman logo in front of that it's ugly so i can understand from an aesthetic perspective if you just want the game key art on steam to just look like front copies of, of games on a store shelf this will do that which it's probably it in lieu oh, of a playstation vita 2 we're getting the backbone one playstation <sighs> edition steam steve have you seen this i did my friend is a backbone he actually pretty likes he actually likes it pretty much this one uh is oh this is already like a thing the, 
Oh yeah, it's colored like the PS5 controllers. Like the, it's got the same face buttons. I, I would say. Uh, and it's oh, also I didn't realize this black. was. I, I didn't realize this was already a thing, and this is just PlayStation branded. Ex- yeah, it's uh, oh, it's okay. it's been like the mobile controller for a while now, mm-hmm. uh, and they have one that has lightning for iOS, and I assume they'll have one that is Android. I think, but the one in the picture has <laughs> the lightning uh, port for iOS. I just- I just find my phone battery lasts like fuck like two hours. Like it just dies. I just don't game on my phone that much, especially mm-hmm. like things where I need both thumbs, like those kinds. Like grindstone is mm-hmm. not like you should all play grindstone, <clears throat> but you With don't use controls. a back phone or whatever. Back no. what's what's it called back phone backbone 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 to play grindstone. Like it's to play like Call of Duty Mobile or whatever game of the year winner. You know what I mean? My friend uses it to play MLB the show. <laughs> so Yeah, this so might that's be the one thing I that. guess like I guess like streaming. Yeah, because the PS remote play feature is what it's being advertised uh, primarily for on the PlayStation blog. I gotcha. I mean I'll mm-hmm. well how much is how much would it be? Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. It cowards is. could have just made a video too. Oh, you can only get it for iPhone, and it's a hundred U.S. dollars. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> they already have sixteen thousand reviews. Have the, has this flown off the shelf? I don't know what they were projecting to sell, but sixteen thousand people have left reviews for the PlayStation Backbone. Oh, is it already is like out and about? Yeah, well, it appears to be. Quay B from Rechungo Cucamonga, United States, says, So glad this exists. Five out of five, that's, and they have a nice a picture. Re- that's a fake review. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, I would assume... I don't know how much any reviews are trustworthy, but... The joystick is not responsive while playing Apex. Sounds like a you problem, Tucker. Yeah, right, maybe Steve. he just sucks at Apex. If you want to talk about that and more things with our Discord members, who there are a lot more of, I haven't said a hello to in a while, so I'm going to be more active in there in the coming months. Mm. Of course. I can't wait to start daytime posting again in Discord, Steve. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, you're just going to post politics shit all the time, aren't you? Nah. This is, the universe has been telling me a lot this year to shut up about that. So, Oh, really? <laughs> Well, just, you know, I got kicked off Twitter and, you know, people don't really want to talk <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh, I do want to are plug you, one. What do you got? I, I want to know if you're coming back to Twitter. Like, what's the, how is that work? Like, uh, they said don't. They said don't make another account, so I won't, I guess. Yeah, I'll post from King but they, devs, but But they don't. Yeah, so that's the other thing. Like, they don't they don't notice you already have another account. Like, well, if I, you guess banned, I'm more than I won't. I won't. I won't, Steve. <laughs> Why would, I wouldn't do that. But um, no, I, I'm just going to use that to post about cool Canadian games I see at GameStop and ask for wish lists and post our content we create. But yes, yeah, personal, if I search you now. personal at Stephen Riley is no more. It was a beautiful run. It would have been a. It would have been ten years this October, almost a decade. Me and uh, Swotor doing a decade of content creation did you um, remove the at in our profile yeah you, i just made it oh, me okay. yeah. yeah just my name all right so that's right. it for discord discussion i want to pull back kickstarter corner which i don't have a sound for yet i need to get more sounds for all the different what do you call them segments of our show but steve get a cake which you'll remember from wishlist this is actively 
campaigning to raise money to fund the game's development. Right now, uh, the campaign's going until August 11th, 12 p.m. Atlantic, so I guess 11 p.m. your time. They're at 15000 of their $45,000 go, but remember, most of these are either entirely funded in the first day or the last day. So, uh, 15000 with nine days to go isn't nothing, 270 backers. And if you don't remember, Steve, get a cake we played a, a bit of a demo for uh, and then added to our wish list. A 2D Metroidvania about dragons and cakes, inspired by Monster Boy and Hollow Knight, two very popular games. Um, nice. Yeah, so they've yeah, been posting, hey, DMing yeah. us, tagging us. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug that, and it's in the show notes if you want to support. Get a cake, which has some really nice pixel art, I will say. They're based in Toronto. <sighs> I'm sweating like a stocked. What do you say, pig? How does that saying go? Sweating like a, like a star. I think just sweating like a pig. Or like a pig about to die or whatever. Huh. Yeah, you're sweating right. Like a pig. I added the stock for some reason. Stuck pig, <laughs> that's what it says. Sweating like a stuck pig. Maybe the pig got stuck in the sun. All that to say, let's get this show over and close what we... <laughs> let's get this shit over. <laughs> let's close out with what we've been playing, Steve, because I have been playing some things, and I want to tell you about them. Yeah. So that Cuphead DLC is good, and I misspoke last time. Uh, there was just one specific level I played with Chalice. She functions like all the other characters, so you can use her in every oh. other level. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. The soundtrack, awesome. I would say on par. Maybe I've been listening to it a bunch. Uh, well, I was listening to it a bunch at work. Um, it's a good background album. So all those new songs rip. I love big band jazz. Um, and it's still hard, but still very attainable, like... I do that thing now where I play a level for an hour, get frustrated, put it away, uh, open that level the next time and beat it first try. You know what I mean? You're like, ah, why was I spending so long in it? And then immediately spend an hour on the next level, do the same thing. So I'm doing the same Cuphead fun that, that made me love that first game so much. So yeah, Cuphead, the delicious last course. It's good. It's only 10 bucks. And interestingly, Steve, I bought it on Series X because that's where I had xbox one version of cuphead and i just got it on pc for free so i've actually been able to play both versions and it's cross uh, save and achievement so it all just seamlessly picks up where i left off which is very nice nice yeah cuphead's great also on game pass i was playing zuma which was there were a few games as a child that i just attached to because i watched my parents play them a bunch it was civilization with my dad and zuma with my mom i watched my mom play so much zuma that I had to check it out. It was one of those first like pop cap games online where you could play like a couple levels and oh, buy yeah, the yeah. full one. It's on Game Pass. I want to beat it because I've never actually beat it and there is an adventure mode. So I'm on the ninth set of levels. They come in runs of six and you have to beat them all in a row to get to the next one. So like you have three lives and if you get to the sixth one on that stage and lose on the last life. You have to play all the way back from the beginning. So that's mm. brutal. But Zuma is just like a perfect me mechanism or like, like combination of mechanics. Like for me, like Zuma tickles my brain the exact same way Tetris does the exact same way grindstone does like, like playing Zuma feels so good and when you hit that perfect flow of like you're just because if you don't people don't know you're on like sort of a 2d top-down screen you uh, can spin uh something in the middle that has a 
uh, it's a little frog that has like a colored circle in its mouth and then like you can see the next colored circle that's going to replace it once you shoot it and then there's a track around you of like different colored balls that you're trying to match at least three of by like shooting from your location the colored ball to like make the match and when you're just like popping around just like clearing and then if you if you create a uh, hole in the track and actually shoot through that to like part of the track that's like sort of snaked around behind it you get a bonus it's ah i'm loving zuma and it's just it's hitting really really well so and it's on game pass i don't think i've ever i might have played a flash game similar to it or something but it's so different because like it's it's a matching game but not on a grid. It is just this like rind- winding snake of um, in a row the different colored balls, and then you're sort of like shooting and trying to and like where it hits, it'll like fit in between two of the balls. So like uh, there's some accuracy to it, and there's different upgrades you can get in like <coughs> one round that like make is it Zuma or Zumba? Zuma Z U M A, and then there's a oh. sequel I've actually never played that's also on Game Pass, but I'm not gonna touch it until I beat the first one i'm really determined and i got steve you you might appreciate this i got the hardest achievement or not hardest like probably hardest but uh there's one that's like time consuming to beat all the um trial ones at the highest difficulty that i'm not going to do but the hardest one is to beat a level in five seconds and the way you have to do that is you have to clear the snake like past like till it's off screen if that makes sense and then you technically finish the level sooner so i i found this guide to do that and sort of just sat down with it and they were like the guide was like this will take like three to five hours if not more and i got it in like 40 minutes which felt good yeah yeah that's a good feeling so zuma's zuma rips um, and I guess this will overlap and then we can go into what you've been playing, but I've been playing a lot of stray, which you say bracket G O T Y bracket. <laughs> and I want to say, I guess a bit into discord discussion. If anyone has any delusions about anything other than Elden ring, just sweeping the game awards this year. And like every major site is going to pick Elden ring. It's going to win the game awards. Nothing is beating Elden ring this year. Breath of the wild two and God of War, Ragnarok, and Stray, and all these games could come out this year. But I am so confident Elden Ring is just going to mop up. I think God of War will will snag some of them. Okay, if it comes out this year, because we're both unconvinced on that one. Oh, yeah, I don't think it is, but if it does come <laughs> out this year. Okay, maybe maybe God of War snipes a couple. <laughs> maybe, because I've just you're been right. enjoying the memes. The memes have been super, have been funny, like with Thanos, like, trying to... Thanos, like, but it's Elden Ring face... It's yeah, like yeah. I'm inedible, and then it's like a cat as Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, like I just stole all the stones. <laughs> yeah, no, the memes are good, but I just wanted people to rein in those expectations because, I mean, personally for me, mm-hmm. I didn't get into Elden Ring as much. I it like those games. I always kind of have to like coming back in and out of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like Stray more than Elden Ring. If you've been under a rock, dear listener, Stray is the cat game. It's from published by Annapurna Interactive. Where And this game for me, and Steve, you don't agree, but I don't know if anyone else does listening, it feels like playing The Last of Us. Just because it's a third-person dystopic action adventure game where you're doing like minimal platforming like in the last of us you drag a garbage can around and stray you'll walk into a empty uh, like red 
canister barrel you'd blow up in another game, but it's on its side, and then you sort of walk it to a wall so you can jump on it and then jump up. And the icons are small white icons, and just the fact that they're white too just makes them like the PlayStation triangle with the small white circle around it, just like in The Last of Us. I don't know. It feels like The Last of Us to me, but you're a cat. And when Ellie nudges up against um, Joel's arm. face and Joel's <laughs> arm and just nudges and, and purrs. Yep, yep, just like that. <laughs> no, it's true. They're they're not they're not similar uh, story wise, really. Although, isn't it just a journey about reconnecting you with your higher purpose? All that to say, uh, it's good. I like Stray, and I like how you can you find these music note pages and you can take them to this guy and give them to him. And then he plays a song and then you can just sit next to him and just sleep. And so I just put the controller down and like the cool music plays. And then the camera like on its own, like pulls out to a cool angle yeah. and just shows you napping <clears throat> while the music plays. It's a very vibe game, which is becoming a word. I hate more and more as more people adopt it. Good thing you used it. I, mm-hmm. I like all the kind of just like cute cat things you can mm-hmm. do. There's just like random little puddles of water that you, you take a drink out of. You nudge up against some robots. You, if you you actually purr out of the like controller, yeah, sound which I didn't I didn't realize until I was basically beating the game the second time. And <laughs> you I heard, platinum like, day, right? Yeah, I platinum it. The no, ninety four platinum or ninety four. Ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety eight. And yeah, Resident so Evil right, Four right. is going to be one hundred, right? No, that's too far in the future. I think what I'm going to do. Because I can get 99 like at any time I want because I can get the Ghost of Tsushima PS5 Platinum because gotcha. it's on the PlayStation Plus. You got thing. that one in the chamber. Yeah. So I want it to be Resident Evil 2 Remake, but it's just it requires a lot of playing. You have to play through like four more times or something, right? Yeah, because I didn't use a guide to find uh, all the files, and there's like one file missing. That's annoying. I don't know. And then there's... I've been that game Resident Evil Remake two. I've been like seven or eight times it's across different to platforms. you what The Last of Us is to me at this point. There's a trophy to only step like however many steps, like ten thousand steps, for instance. I mm-hmm. fucking I can't get it. I don't know why. Like I'm just like I know this game. Like I I can I can do it. And and the last playthrough I did, I tried on the lowest difficulty. On like what I read online was like the shortest kind of um, chapter or whatever, and I mm-hmm. was like I I failed it by like twenty percent, like not even close. Man, and I was just like, okay, I don't even want to do this. So I think now what my hundredth platinum will be is Sonic Origins. Nice, I like that. That's a good hundredth. <laughs> yeah, I like. Okay, it. I mean it's basically my childhood. So it's so just already- like when I played it, it glitched out. It glitched out on me. That so. was the one where your save disappeared, right? Yeah, like I, uh, I lost all my. That's ass. all the emerald rings and or emerald, uh, emerald chaos emeralds, right? And uh, I lost it. So, so then part of me is like, okay, I maybe I should just like sit down one evening, just stay up all night and just platinum it all in one go. Hmm, that sounds so like a great idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> okay, Steve, tell me about Paw Patrol colon <laughs> on the roll. On, oh, it's on a roll. Sorry, on on a roll. Okay, yeah, because that's the same. Pop trolls on a roll. Oh, thank you for fixing it. Oh, um, I got you. It's it's a baby game for babies. It's right, but it's you actually, have a baby, but I have a baby for Sophia. It's actually like really good. It's two D platformer. It's very mm-hmm. basic. You just move left or right, collecting paw treats, and occasionally you get to the point where it's like 
help like help Chase get across the br- the thing by building mm-hmm. a bridge, and it gives you three options, and you press the right one to build the bridge. So I'll show the controller to Sophia and be like, you know, press the triangle, and she'll press the triangle to build yeah. the bridge. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's very cute. She's doing really well with it, um, and it's easy. Does she like it? Yeah, oh, I mean, she loves Paw Patrol. So to her, she's just watching the show. She's like, she, doesn't, she doesn't really know. Like, Excellent. I don't think I understand the difference. Because they have, there's three games. This is the first one, and it's not multiplayer, which like is kind of like making a TMNT game not multiplayer. The whole idea is that Paw Patrol work together to fucking yeah. solve all the problems so that they don't Friendship, to, a rising tide lifts all boats, Steve. Yeah, and so the town doesn't have to pay for firefighters or police officers or whatever because they just pay these dogs and fucking dog treats. Mm-hmm. It's actually a good world for you because I know you you hate cops. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and the, and it's just the dog. Dog's a cop. So you can't, can you hate the dog? I don't know. You can. I mean, that's why I have cats because cats would never work for the police. You know what I mean? All the cats in the show are evil. It makes me mad. There's even, <laughs> there's even a, a girl who is good yeah. and she, her cat is not good. He's <laughs> the cat's evil too. And then the mayor of the competing town, like basically the Shelbyville version right. of it, is the mayor has cats that basically oh, fuck shit up. That's awesome. The cat slander. Um, you mean the state has to implant that idea in our mind that cats are sort of evil and nefarious because they know they can never truly subjugate the cat and govern it to the extent they will dogs. Dogs will do whatever cops tell them. You know, they're they're weak, they're feckless and fickle, but the yeah, you cats can't get a cat to just you can't just get a cat to to knee onto a, a dude's neck. Just, the cat is the true libertarian, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> Anyways, the game is pretty good. So the second game is multiplayer and it's more 3D and so I tried playing that with Sophia but she you know, she was too young for it. This one right. is like a lot better. So it's just it's cute and uh, it's on PlayStation Plus. It's an easy easy trophies. My um, friend shout out to Adrian doesn't have a kid. Uh got all the achievements in the Peppa Pig <laughs> game, which is on Game Pass. <laughs> and it looked my- <laughs> very similar in that you moved left and right and then sort of did the Dora pick the right icon <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. There were we're a we're a Peppa Pig free house. Peppa Pig's okay. Kinda- Kind of Kid, kids deserve good games, Steve, and they deserve good media, and and they often don't get it because they're stupid and will play anything. Um, so I hope this is a good game for kids. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's fun. I say yeah. that as a former stupid kid who played every licensed tie-in Game Boy slash GameCube game I could buy because I recognized the character from the. Oh movie yeah, and then with TMNT on it, like begged my mom. I remember renting a McDonald's game too. I was dope. That's awesome. And this, this is before the Burger King games. Like you play as Ronald McDonald. And Dude, I got Ronald. Sneak King at a flea market out here. I gotta play it. It's, it's nice. gonna be good. All right, Steve, uh, tell me about multiverses because I am curious about this one. The so, Warner Brothers Smash clone, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's free to play. Hmm. Warner Brothers, so it's like Batman, Superman, but then also Finn from Adventure Time. Yeah, right? Arya uh, Stark. Arya Stark. LeBron James, LeBron. not voiced by LeBron James. I know. Hold on. So, He's voiced know. by some famous black actor. I forget but they got who. like, they got um the guy to play Batman, like the, con- uh, what's his name? The guy Mar- who, who, who did Michael all Keaton? the. Who, no, no, no. The guy who did the cartoon Batmans. Oh, and, Mark, and, uh, and Mark Arkham Knight and Arkham, the Arkham games. Okay, so they're getting like a good Batman. What? Yeah, what? I can't find the 
guy who's playing LeBron either. But it's funny because, like, the picture they tweeted was, like, so-and-so is LeBron James. And I'm like, no, LeBron James is LeBron <laughs> James. This guy's someone else. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Conroy. He's the guy Okay, who okay. Oh, he Batman. did the Arkham ones, right? Yeah, yeah he did the Arkham. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm not a big Smash Brothers, like, nerd. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what hitboxes are. I don't know what any, like, what fucking Roy's down A is off, off the top of my head. Like, you don't know your nares and your fares. And I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, I played at parties and stuff like that and get togethers like Heather's, Heather's brothers. Like we play with them and stuff and it's fun, mm-hmm. but I'm not like hardcore into it. And the community is definitely like top five most annoying ass communities. They're <clears throat> incredibly obnoxious. So this one, I was like, I'm going to get in before the community gets toxic and shit. Mm-hmm. So I played it and it's pretty solid. It, it's two, it, it highlights like a two V, versus 2v2 mode and okay. the, the online has been solid during this beta i saw people complain with lag and stuff like that and dropouts but i never i literally played this since day one and i never had any issues mm-hmm. um i actually main lebron james <laughs> he's like that's the only character. awesome so it's like apex legends where there's characters locked and you gotta like level up and get gold to buy them or you can drop you know real cash and so gotcha it gives you four free characters and I think those are going to like kind of roll in and out. Like it'll change week to week or two weeks. Okay, or interesting. And then you can buy whatever you want. So I bought LeBron James because you get a lot of gold at the start through tutorials and stuff like that. Right. Um, and then the current free characters is like Superman, Wonder Woman, a few others. Gotcha. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm having fun. I'm liking it. I I'm on the subreddit and I'm starting to feel the the people like complaining and bitching and stuff like that and mm. just i'm not dealing with it there's not enough like worlds like there's enough characters to kind of get by right now but there's not enough like levels like there's really like four levels and and it's free to play five. so i mean and it's free to play so things are going to like progress um, and I mean, unlike like, the nickelodeon one these characters are voiced so that yeah adds a lot although i think the nickelodeon one they added they patched okay their voices. <clears throat> um but yeah it's fun i'm liking it it's uh you know it's nice to play an online smash brothers game that doesn't rely on nintendo's shit um thing <laughs> <Online> so like system <laughs> i played with a dude and he we had a good team i sent him an invite to be buddies because there's a trophy to play with friends yep and obviously that's my motivation Absolutely. and i sent him an invite and we're in a party and then we just started playing and i was like i think i tried this in smash brothers on four different <laughs> like three different consoles well and it wasn't Steve. possible <laughs> First, you have to make an arena, and then you have yeah. to add everyone's friend code, and then you have to invite them to the arena or set the arena's passwords so that they can join, or just friends can join without a password. No, I also pine, opine the, the loss of PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale just because it was like a competent character brawl yeah. that I really liked that functioned Same. unlike Smash Online sometimes. Yeah. No, that was, that was me too, where I was like... I didn't like how you could just hit on a dude mm. constantly and it not matter in that game. Yeah, and right? plus the characters to... with the best like ultimate smash just were better. Like the ones that, that killed instantly faster. Yeah, like... exactly. Like the one yeah, it was all about that. So but they tried something different, which is mm-hmm. which And is could why, you imagine why... if they got a chance at a sequel? Oh, it would have been so good. I know, it would have been dope. Rest so like that's with this where it's like 
finally like just some other Smash Brothers games are out there so that I don't have to hear Nintendo people just bitching about their stupid fucking games. You don't get to add the 23rd Pokemon or like 25th Fire Emblem <laughs> character to Smash Yeah, everyone complained about swords, right? And Waluigi still didn't get added, right? Nah, he's an assist trophy, but he's just a meme at this point. Yeah, It'll never happen. Know. Yeah. Um, they so anyways, added... multiverse de- versus decent. I'm Good. liking it. All right, I'll download it. We'll play. And it's got the it's got the normal free to play shit. Like you can buy the like different skins, and you can buy like there's a season um, battle season pass, pass right now. Mm. Yeah, so it's got all that shit. I don't know if I'm really going to cop any of that. Um, it, yeah, it's just like I don't know if I'll kind of keep playing it for much longer. But it's kind of you know I'm I'm enjoying it as like my multiplayer game for the moment. Good. I'm gonna download it and hopefully enjoy it too. I'm gonna let's, pl- let's play Jake. together. Let's play together. I need yeah. to have it's probably crossplay. I assume. I would assume so. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm, I, I'm almost certain it's crossplay actually. So we okay. should play together. All right, cool. We'll do that, and you, dear listener, can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. You can also go to CanadianGameDevs.com to check out everything we're talking about, as well as uh, news, events, jobs. Etc. And you can go to patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs to back us to get early access to this show, uh, get into a special channel on our Discord, those game key giveaways we mentioned before, discounts for Canadian gaming events, and the knowledge you're helping us pursue this more full-time come September as uh, I try to spend a lot more time working on this website, making news, making content, streaming games, Editing videos, producing podcasts. Steve, we're going to do so much cool shit this year slash next year. I have a bet I want to make. Okay, but before that, thank you to our top tier credited patrons. Aaron McLeod, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Elizabeth Avery, Gene Leggett, Kai Hutchins. Check out Cheese Runner now on Steam. Meow the Leon <laughs> and Nicholas Azorco at Candy Game Devs on Twitter. Yada yada, Steve, what's the bet we're locking in? All right, so... The big news today was that Deshaun Watson mm. is suspended for eight games. Now, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson was accused of sexually harassing 22 women. Bit and of a was Cosby traded. character, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. He was, he was pulling some numbers. And he's a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. He was uh, traded from the Texans to the Browns. And the Browns huh. already had a decent quarterback. And the NFL wanted to suspend him for the whole year and the players union didn't want to suspend him at all and i guess they laid it on six six weeks so six games i'm making a bet that cleveland browns will not make the playoffs by the browns end of the season will not make the playoffs and put in like right. uh, fuck fuck deshaun watson fuck deshaun watson all right i'll, I'll uh I'll, we'll see i want to gamble more on sports this year steve because gambling on sports is fun and and I'm chasing that that uncut gem Super Bowl bet high where I just yeah. turned fifteen dollars into hundred and fifty seven and then lost it all on the other bet. Like I need to do that again. Yeah. Probably for the Super Bowl next year. But it's so far away. Just make one I don't know, make you can do like the long ones too right now. Like you can you can bet oh, right true. now that the that the um the Leafs will win the Stanley Cup playoffs. You'll, you'll be like throwing my, away my, money. My friend Braden did that November 27th. <laughs> nope. 
yeah, November 20, oh, it was some year, like, early in November, Austin Matthews was doing really well, and he just walked into the lab, and he's like, I'll bet anyone in here 20 bucks Leafs win the cup this year, and I was like, everyone should take this, this is the easiest money you'll make in your life, you have one, that was the year they added the, mm, the Knights, I think, so I was like, I, I have a 1 in 30, 1 in 30, right, and you have, no, you have a 1 in 30, I have a 29 in 30, oh, man, he lost that bet, but then to make it up to next year, I bet him, uh, Vegas would win in the finals and he picked Washington. So that was closer. And then Washington won, which is more what I wanted anyway, because Ovechkin deserved it. All that to say. Yeah. I was happy when, when we were in Vegas, actually, when they were Whoa. in the conference finals for our honeymoon. Ooh, that's sick. Yeah, it was cool. I watched them advance to the finals, like in, well, you know, losing money at the crap tables. And uh, I wanted, yeah, I wanted, I wanted Ovechkin to get one. So I picked Vegas just because that would be a cool stat to like win your first season. That doesn't happen in like any league ever. No, usually expansion teams are like historically awful. Like, just it takes them a few years to get shit. That did not shit. You still bet the Blue Jays are going to make the World Series this year? Last update was I think so, May fourteenth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they're they'll make the playoffs. Um, they'll it's make, funny so it's been downgraded from I think so to they'll make the playoffs. Well, I'm keeping the bet, but yeah, okay. The trade deadline is actually tomorrow, so we'll see what they do. Okay. That's it for the bet corner. Um, join our, <laughs> our Discord to talk about Steve's money issues in Stonks channel or sports issues in the sports channel. Uh, always or political good. or daycare issues in the politics channel. Daycare issues in the politics channel. Gaming issues with trophies in the gaming channel. Lots of channels. <laughs> all, my, all my problems. <laughs> Lots of places for Steve to dump his issues and me to make fun of him slash gently um, rib on whatever he's worried about. I don't have any ongoing vets. Should I place one just so we're on parity a little bit? Yeah. Well, what do you what, want to bet on? What's a game coming out? I'll bet on a games review score. Hold on. I'll Let's do there. what's the next Canadian game that would get a Metacritic score? Ooh, good question. When is Gotham Knights? That got delayed, right? Gotham Knights. No, Gotham Knights is this uh, this year. Gotham Knights is releasing October twenty fifth. So that's a bit away. All right, but yeah. What, what do you think? The let's do this together. What What do you think the Metacritic? Okay. Is? Can, I, can I look? Order? Can I look at the other Arkham games, or do I have to do this cold? No, no, no. You can do all the other ones. All right. Let me look at those Arkham games. What did Arkham Knight get? Because it didn't. It, like, sold well enough to make a new game, but I remember... Oh, wow, it got 9s and 10 out of 10s. Polygon Ar- gave it a 10 out of 10? Arkham or Which one? Arkham Knight. Wow, really? <clears throat> Everyone hated the Batmobile. I didn't mind the Batmobile. Was like, I like the Batmobile. Arkham Origins got 74. <sighs> okay, so we're doing Metacritic? Yeah, we'll do Metacritic, the PS5... Because they, they canceled the PS4 and, and Xbox One version. Good. All so right, we'll say so the PS5 version. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 87. I think people are gonna really like this. Oh, I'm going wait. I'm gonna I'm almost gonna go 10 points lower. I'm gonna say I'll say 75. 75. Okay. Is it Price's Right rules or just? How um, do you wanna do this one? Are we? What's the exact middle here? Let's just do closest to. Yeah, closest to. It doesn't have to be prices, right? So if it's, what's exactly? It can't be in between because it's an even number or an odd number. So we're good. All right, cool. All right, that's a good bet. And uh, if you think we're dumb for picking that Metacritic, hop in the Discord and tell us. Link in the show notes. 
Until next week, Steve, anything you want to add? Uh, no, fuck Deshaun Watson. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Buy games made in Canada. Support us. And now my and unemployed you. ass <laughs> on patreon.com slash Canadian game devs. Goodbye. Bye. logged in i am logged in cool perfect all right let me get the sound what should i put in i'll put in maybe i'll put in that trailer music for the cheese game here oh you're taking a chance you don't even know what it sounds like that's true i mean i usually try and do related to what we just talked about yeah you'll notice i snuck in the sly cooper one when we were talking about the i did good did i tell you did i show you so you know how i sent you that other photo today of um the resident Evil strategy guide. Yeah, two fifty for those three <laughs> strategy guides or something. Yeah, he has Resident Evil two sealed for like two. Uh, sorry, Sly two sealed for like two hundred and fifty dollars. Not worth it. Here, I'm gonna go to price charting right now, and I'll tell you how much that's actually worth. Do you have that game? Because I was just like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got um. I mean, you're, you you don't have a job, probably. No, I don't. <laughs> Let's that see, shit. Sly. Sly Cooper. Oh, wait, where is... Oh, right, it's called Sly 2, not Sly Cooper. Sly 2, if you have the North American version, sealed is 66 US dollars. Last sold two days ago. So do not pay $200 yeah. for Sly 2 sealed. No. That's absurd. I know. Oh, man. Anywho. Yeah,